Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 19th of April. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. No matter what kind of accident you've been in, the first call you make is 911. Then you call Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys as they will get you the money that you deserve no matter what kind of accident it is. Slip and fall, boat, motorcycle, car. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 
Nobody does it better. They're the ones I trust. And if you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0, I practically consider you one of my closest friends. So I'm going to send you to my guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, and we're going to make sure you get taken care of. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Got a fun show planned for everybody today. We have a monster sports night. So this is what happens when the Panthers begin to be a team, which is now technically fourth year in a row, when they begin to be a team that you can count on to make the playoffs every year. Not only do you get the Heat and Panthers in the playoffs at the same time, but you will get some nights like tonight where can we get a double dip that involves a Heat and Panther playoff win? That's what we're talking about tonight. You got Heat playoffs at seven at 9 p.m. Panther playoffs at 7.30. This is a very big sports night. We're going to talk some Panther playoff hockey with ESPN NHL senior writer Greg Wyshynski. We haven't had him on Zaslow Show 2.0 yet. He's excellent. We'll get him on the show coming up. We'll talk about tonight. He's in Boston covering Game 2 Panthers and Bruins. The Heat tonight. Can the Heat take a 2-0 series lead, winning both games in Milwaukee. Look, it'll be one of those scenarios, I think it'll be wrong still, but it'll be one of those scenarios, if the Heat win tonight, people are going to go on television tomorrow screaming about how this series is over. Now, you know how I feel about that stuff. When a team goes up 2-0, oh, the series is over. Can we let both home teams play? Can we let both teams play a home game? Now, that wouldn't be the case tonight, because the Heat would have won both games on the road, but... You're talking about the one-seed Milwaukee Bucks. So the Heat, if they win this game tonight, we're looking amazing. You don't need me to tell you that. Tonight's going to be hard as hell. Even if the Heat were to win tonight, it's going to be a madhouse Saturday night then at Kaseya Center is what they call it this week. But nonetheless, this is not one of those series where, like if it was a 4-5 matchup, and the te- or even like, yeah, 4-5 is probably a good way to put it. 4-5 matchup. Like, if the Knicks last night would have went up 2-0. Cavs were, I mean, like, Cavs are in monster trouble. But tonight, if the Heat go up 2-0, you're still going to have plenty of people picking the Bucks. Remember, a few years ago, NBA Finals, 21 Bucks went down 2-0. They came back and won the next four against Phoenix. Granted, those first two games were in Phoenix, but still... This is a Bucks team that many people have pegged to win the NBA Finals. Tonight is a huge game. So we got a poll question out there for tonight, all right? Today's poll question. Go to Ad Zaslow Show. You could vote. Ad Zaslow Show on Twitter. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll. Will you still have anxiety throughout tonight's Game 2? Or are the Heat culture playing with house money? That's the poll question today. Will you still have anxiety throughout tonight's game too? Or are the Heat playing with house money? And your answers are either still nervous as hell or don't need to be greedy. Right now, with 69% of the vote, <laughs> 69. Right now, with 69% of the vote, Zaslow Show 2.0 listener is still going to be nervous as hell during this game tonight. We'll circle back to that. So go and vote. Polls are open all day long. Will you still have anxiety 
throughout tonight's game two or the Heat playing with house money. Go vote. Go check that out. So, I, I all right. Two things I got to talk about at the start of the show that are less serious than the action we have tonight in the center of the sports universe, South Florida. Anyway, so I'm going to New York tomorrow morning. I got business in New York. I'm going to New York tomorrow morning. Now, my plan is, tonight's such a huge sports night. Panthers, Heat playoffs. I'm waking up super early tomorrow. Oh, you know why I'm waking up super early tomorrow? I was already going to wake up really early. You know why I'm waking up super early tomorrow? So, my younger son, Jordan, he's in fifth grade. Embassy Creek Elementary. His grade has a field trip tomorrow. They're going to Disney World. They're going to Animal Kingdom. Okay, cool. They need to be at the school at 5 a.m. How stupid is that? Like, I I even understand 6 a.m., 5 a.m. they have to be at school, which means we're talking at the latest a 4.30 wake up. 4.30 a.m. Parents work. Like, parents have jobs. It's a regular day. You're making parents wake up in the middle of the night. Five, they have to be there at 5 a.m. By 5 a.m. It's, I, 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 it's so inconsiderate. And then, okay, so these kids are going to be waking up at like 4.30 in the morning with a full day walking around Animal Kingdom in the sun. They're going to be dead. 4.30 a.m. they're going to have to wake up. 5 a.m. they have to be at school. Like, is there no consideration for working parents? And I'm not talking to myself. Look, I do a dopey little podcast, okay? But I, I, and, I'll, and I'll tell you why. I was planning on waking up tomorrow early anyway. So I got to be up really early tomorrow now. But I'm flying to New York tomorrow morning. I got business. So I'm going to get up early for my son. I was already planning on waking up early. Like, maybe I was going to wake up at like 6. Not 4.30. And tonight's a late night. He games at 9 tonight. Ah, so stupid. So anyway, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to do the show. I'm going to do Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow because we have to react to the Heat and Panther games tonight. So I am going to pump out the show tomorrow morning. But Friday, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do the show. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to be in New York. So probably not doing the show Friday. I'm definitely doing the show tomorrow morning. You don't have to worry about that. But here's the thing. So I'm going to be in New York for business. Tomorrow, now, I want to go to a sporting event while I'm there. Why not, right? My first choice would be to go to a Knicks-Cavs game. Well, the Knicks game is Friday night. That's actually why I'm going to be there, is for, is for Knicks and Cavs. Okay, I'll get into the details another time. But anyway, so, that's off the table. Then it's like, alright, what about, what about Rangers and Devils? Well, the Rangers and Devils are playing game two tomorrow night. But it's in Jersey... And to get from Brooklyn to Jersey rush hour, I don't think I'm going to be able to because I, I got something go. I'm, like I'm in New York for a reason. I got something going on. So I think that's off the table. I'm, I'm staying in Brooklyn. That's why I mentioned Brooklyn. But tomorrow night is game three. Nets Sixers in Brooklyn in Barclays Center. I should go, right? Just buy one ticket. I'll buy a good seat. I'll sit in the lower level. I should go. I've never been to a playoff game that's not the Miami Heat. I should go, right? So I think I might go to Nets Sixers tomorrow night in Barclays Center. So that's scenario number one that I had to tell you guys. Scenario number two, 
this, I, I've always thought about this, all right? Like, what would happen if, excuse me, what would happen if it's a big heat playoff game, right? And the same night of that big heat playoff game, Pearl Jam. I've thought about that many times. Pearl Jam show, Heat Eastern Conference Finals. What do I do? And I'm not even talking about, I have tickets for both. Obviously, I have tickets for Pearl Jam. But I'm just talking about, the Heat are in the Eastern Finals, whatever. What do I do? And I I really don't know the answer. I really don't. Like, I, I want to give you an answer now. Like, I'm trying to think what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I really don't. It's so hard. But that's, that's like my nightmare. Well, that's, it's kind of coming to fruition next week. It doesn't involve Pearl Jam. So, and, and, and the next thing would be like, oh, well, it's WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania is beginning of April, so it's not going to be a playoff game. But, <laughs> like, like, what if it was, I, I don't even know. Whatever. So, that scenario is kind of coming to fruition now because... A week from tonight, next Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite is here in Sunrise. Okay. That's going to be a lot of fun. I've had those tickets for a while now. Taking my younger son, Jordan. We're sitting up close ringside. You know how we do. AEW Dynamite is Wednesday night in Sunrise. We're going. It's going to be great. Also that night, Miami Heat... Milwaukee Bucks, Game 5. Which, unless the Heat sweep this series, there's going to be a Game 5. Oh, by the way, also that night, Florida Panthers, Boston Bruins, Game 5. Unless the Boston Bruins sweep that series, there's going to be a Game 5. What am I... Like, my worst nightmare is almost coming to fruition. It's always been Pearl Jam... And Heat playoff game, what the hell do I do? Well, I'm going to wrestling. And at the same time, Panther playoff game, Heat playoff game. What the hell do I do? And to to be honest, like I've been thinking about it for the last 24 hours. I realized it yesterday. I'm really bummed out. And I guess you guys are probably... I've never, ever in my life missed a Miami Heat game, uh, playoff game. Never in my life. One time, I missed a Panther playoff game. It was actually back in 1996. You're probably going to... You're probably going to say I'm a great father. But we're going to AEW. Like I, my son would be devastated if we didn't go. He's looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, and we're not going to have, you know. Look, in for my younger son, in seven years from now, this scenario is kind of over. It's going to be off in college. This it, like it's not going to be the same. I got a I got a finite like. See, this is I guess how, this is how our, this is how we change when we become parents, right? I would never have considered missing a Heat playoff game, let alone and a Panther playoff game. 
And it's not even like there's a pay-per-view wrestling event. It's a regular Wednesday night show. But I guess the priorities change when you become a parent. And this is one of those scenarios where Heat and Panther playoff games are going to go on forever. There's going to be many, many years. I don't have many, many years of going to things with my son. So, we're going to AEW on Wednesday next week. The show starts at 7 p.m. It goes live on TV at 8 p.m. It end, the TV live TV ends at 10. And then they tape Rampage, the Friday night show, right afterward. We're not going to stay for that. So, I'm going to be there from 7 to 10 p.m. Now, what I imagine is the Heat game will be at... The Heat's in Milwaukee. So, I'm hoping the Heat game, like tonight, is a 9 p.m. game. If that's the case... And I live very close to FLA Live Arena. If that's the case, I have two options. I'm definitely home in time to catch the second half of the Heat game live. Or, I record it, and I hope no one spoils anything for me. That's probably the route that I'll go. I'll record it and hope no one spoils the first half for me. So, I should still be able to see at least half the Heat game in its entirety. The Panther game is going to be a problem. The Panther game is probably a 7.30 game in Boston just like tonight. That means it's going to be over by like 10.15. I can't see a scenario, especially in the Panthers building. Maybe that doesn't matter. But I can't see a scenario where no one checks the score around me and somehow I overhear what the score is in the Panther game. So I think what's going to wind... So I'm going to miss the whole Panther game. I think what's going to wind up happening is... I'm going to have the Panther game on my phone. I'll be keeping up with it during Dynamite. I think that's what I have to do. Now, I'm not going to have, like, the AirPod in. No, no, it's just... I'm going to have it on my phone. It'll be on mute. I'll I'll be looking down. I'll be checking it out. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. The Heat game, though, I'll make it home, I believe, for at least the second half. But I thought about it. Like I said, I've never missed a Heat playoff game. Like, I've never missed a second of a Heat playoff game. And I missed one Panther game. I was 15 years old. What are you going to do? And this is not even a huge event. This is, a, this is not a huge show for AEW. It's their weekly dynamite. But I think when you become a parent, you realize certain things like this. I got a million more. I got the rest of my life to enjoy Heat and Panther playoff games. I have a finite amount of time going to events with my son, especially as, as a kid. Doesn't mean that when he's out of college and he's a grown-up and I'm an old man that we won't still be going to events. I think we will. But he's not a kid anymore. So, I think probably a lot of you guys can relate to what I'm saying. But that's a tough one. I, 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 I was super, like, my nightmare has been, what if uh, there's a Pearl Jam show, and, because there's a finite amount of time for Pearl Jam, they're going to go away one day. Pearl Jam show versus, like, Heat NBA Finals. That's my worst nightmare. And and, if, and I'll tell you right now, Pearl Jam show versus, uh, you know what? I was about to give you an answer. I can't do it. I don't have an answer. I don't know what I would do. Unless I'm actually faced with the scenario. I, I don't know what I would do. But I, I've made up my mind what I'm doing next week. 
We're going to Dynamite. I'll, keep, I'll have the Panther game on my phone. And I'll be able to watch at least the Heat second. If the timing works out the way I say it will. The Panther game is definitely going to be 7 or 7.30. The whole game is going to be during Dynamite. The Heat game, hopefully like tonight, will be a 9 p.m. game. Hell, maybe it'll be 9.30. Could be. Could be. So, maybe we'll get lucky there. And if that's the case, I'll be able to catch the whole Heat game, for sure. So, wanted to get those things off my chest to start the show. Alright, anyway. Hey, let me tell you guys. Water cleanup of Florida. You need to be aware of what's going on with your home right now. Because the weather here has been terrible. Finally, it's gotten better. But... Maybe the weather here over the last week, week and a half, you you may be noticing you got a leak or you think you might have a leak in your home. Well, if you have a leak, if you have water damage, you're then going to get mold. And if you wait long enough, you got a major problem. That's why when you notice this, you need to call or text Water Cleanup of Florida immediately. Because when disaster strikes in your home or your business, you need that specialized, fast, and reliable service. Water Cleanup of Florida understands how unexpected property damage It'll overtake your life. It'll overtake your business. Don't stress. Water Cleanup of Florida, they have 60 plus years of combined experience. They're going to handle your restoration project from start to finish. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If it's the middle of the night and you notice you have a leak, don't wait until the morning. You call Water Cleanup of Florida right then. 954-900-8635. Fully licensed, insured, general contractor that provides the one-stop shopping that busy home and business owners require. Look, Water Cleanup of Florida, their entire objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim the whole process painless and hassle-free. They serve the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County, 954-900-8635. You could also go to WCUFL.com. Check out over 80 Five-star reviews on Google. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So, I told you yesterday, the drama has officially begun in the NBA playoffs. That's right. When you got the controversy, you got the technicals, the flagrants, the suspensions, no league does the drama the way the NBA does. And that began a couple of nights ago with Draymond Green, that maniac. I'm telling you, you go back and watch some of these videos. Watch the videos of Draymond. Dray- it's, it's, it's mid-fourth quarter. I think the Warriors are ahead. I think it's a one. Uh, they're down by two. Or they were up by two. I think it's a two-point game. It's tight. Draymond Green does the thing. Because he's out of control. And it's a tight game. Fourth quarter. On the road. Down 0-1. And he's running over to the bench. He's doing the Hulk Hogan. He stands up on the bench. He's yelling at the crowd. He's egging them on. He's calling fans expletives. He's yelling. He's screaming. This is in the middle of the fourth quarter of a road playoff game. You're down 0-1, a tight game. A game you really need to win. And this is the behavior. This is, this is a maniac. Agree or disagree? If this was a football... Remember everything we went through with Antonio Brown? If this was a football player, would we not be talking about 
This guy's got CTE. We'd be talking about this guy. Is he mentally fit? This guy needs to seek help. He needs to go see someone. If he was, and I'm not saying that we should be saying that right now about Draymond. And I'm not necessarily saying that we overreact with that stuff with the NFL players. But if he was an NFL player, we saw, we watched this with Antonio Brown. If this was an NFL player, we'd be saying he, there's something wrong with him. He needs to get help. We'd be saying that. It's, 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 it's outrageous behavior. And by the way, the commissioner was in the house. The commissioner was at the game, sitting right there. You know he's got the good seats. So, I told you yesterday, he's going to be suspended. Then you had the initial report somewhere in the middle of the day. Draymond Green, not expected to be suspended. Okay. What happened last night? Draymond Green suspended. Such an obvious suspension. And Joe Dumars even mentioned, and this was interesting how he did this, he mentioned that Draymond's past behavior, past incidences, the reputation has played a role in this suspension. Of course it did, as it should. But I, to- I told you here. And, and just contribute. He's never had any remorse. It's never his fault. After the game, he's had like an hour to this point to cool off. He gets the podium. And there wasn't, let my emotions get the best of me, can't do that. That probably would have helped his case. No, he went up there and talked about my legs being grabbed two games in a row. You've had all this time to calm down and think about what you want to say in front of the media when you know they're going to at least think about suspending you. And his entire MO was, they grabbed my leg two games in a row. Okay. Doesn't mean you get to stop on the players. So, Draymond Green now, down 0-2, is suspended for Game 3. And the Warriors are in big trouble now. Because, you see, I wasn't necessarily saying that they're in big trouble down 0-2, going into Game 3 at home, because, alright, we don't really know yet, are the Kings up 2-0 because they're awesome, or are the Kings up 2-0 because the Warriors, all year, are a terrible road team? Well, we're going to find out Game 3. But now, no Draymond Game 3? Yeah, Warriors are in big trouble now. So, let's count the ways, man. Not to discredit Draymond Green playing a major role in their four championships. But how many more championships would the Warriors have if not for Draymond Green? He cost them the championship in 2016. Accumulated too many technical fights. How many technical fouls you got to accumulate to wind up getting suspended? He cost them the championship in 2016. They would have been known as the... Not only would they have won uh, another championship there, but they would have been known as the greatest team of all time. 73 wins, coming back down 3-1 in the conference finals against Oklahoma City, and then winning the championship. They'd have been known as the greatest team ever. Instead, you can't do that. Can't do it now. Cost them the title there in what would have been probably four consecutive NBA championships. And you know what? It may have actually been more consecutive NBA championships because his behavior with Kevin Durant on the Warriors forced Durant out. 
I mean, if Draymond Green wasn't such an asshole, does Durant stay? How many more championships do they win there? And now this year, defending champions, down 0-1, tough spot, on the road. But this is an inexperienced Kings team. These are the champion warriors. Gets himself suspended for what is a must-win game three. Not, Not just cost them a championship, potentially, but maybe cost them even getting out of the first round. How many championships has this guy caused them? Has this guy lost them? Not surprised at all that Draymond was suspended. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I I very strongly believe he was suspended for two reasons. Number one, I told you yesterday, it's early in the postseason. That hurts his case. If this was later in the postseason, conference finals, NBA finals, I don't believe that it's the same. Reason being, it's so early in the playoffs, the league has to let it be known we are not going to tolerate this behavior for the next two months. Playoffs are two months. This happens in game two of the first round. You can't let it be known that this behavior is okay for the next two months. Got, got to establish that right away. That's number one. Number two, his, beha- his maniacal behavior with the crowd. It'd be one thing, oh, he's suspended, damn. Goes and walks it on back to the locker room, that's it. The commissioner, Adam Silver, softest commissioner, excuse me, take a sip here, hold on, getting all fired up. Oh, sorry about that. The commissioner is sitting right there, softest commissioner in sports, but the commissioner is sitting right there while Draymond Green acts a total fool. In front of the commissioner. In front of everyone. And in a league that has a major problem with fan interaction. I mean, all players have to do these days, Russell Westbrook just has to point to a fan sitting in the front. And that guy gets thrown out. You can't throw out fans for doing very little. Paying customers. You can't throw out paying customers for doing very little when you have a player here egging on the crowd, yelling expletives at them, exacerbating an entire situation. Who knows what could have happened? I mean, nothing happened, but this kind of behavior, does a fan decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to take matters into my own hands. Draymond Green just called me a pussy. I'm not having it. You can't be throwing fans out of games, the paying customer, and then watch your players egg on the crowd in that kind of fashion. Can't do it. Have to suspend him. It was such an easy decision. It was such an obvious decision. His behavior with the fans, I think, played a major role in him getting suspended. And the fact that it came so early in the postseason you got two more months left, I think as well, made it a scenario where they're going to have to suspend him. And they did. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. 
One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So there you go. He's suspended for Game 3, and they are now in very big trouble. I'm not sure when Game 3 is. Oh, no, I do, I do know when Game 3 is. Actually, it's tomorrow night. It's Thursday night. So, a lot of juice. That, that series already had a ton of juice. A lot of juice now. A lot of drama. <clears throat> Can't wait. Can't wait to watch it. Rune hard for the Kings. Was rooting hard for the Kings anyway. But obviously, rooting hard for the Kings now. So there you go. That's what you got going on as far as Draymond Green. He is suspended. A lot of people seem to be surprised. I am not surprised at all. Boston last night, they go up 2-0, 119-106 over Atlanta. That series is stupid. It's really not worth paying any attention to. It really isn't. Uh, you also had Cleveland. Cleveland beats New York 107-90. to you, you got a scenario late in the game where Julius is about two minutes left in the game. It's like a 20-point lead. And Julius Randle goes up for a breakaway dunk. Jared Allen contests the dunk. And Julius Randle falls hard. He is very angry about it, Julius Randle. And I don't know what's going to wind up happening. But I do know that when they get to New York, that that crowd is going to be hostile as hell. That's going to be a lot of fun. I would say Jared Allen, not a dirty player whatsoever. That team, Cleveland, not a dirty team whatsoever. If I'm Julius Randle, I'm less upset with Jared Allen than I am my coach, Tom Thibodeau. They're down by 20 with two minutes left in the game. Why are Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle still on the floor? Now, I come from the school of thought where these guys can get hurt at any time. But sometimes it's better to not be stupid. And it's not even about those guys. They might get hurt late in a blowout game. We're in a playoff series. You don't need tensions to rise. You don't need any type of scenario that's going to hurt your team moving forward. I, I, I think Top Thibodeau, terrible job out of him late in that game. You also had Phoenix last night. The Clippers were up double figures in the first half of this game. Phoenix, big run at the end of the second quarter. Booker hits a three at the buzz, right before the buzzer halftime. Tied at 59. It was all Phoenix the rest of the way. Suns win 123-109. I find myself rooting for the Clippers. I, I, I like when Durant loses. So I, And I didn't necessarily feel that way going into the series. But I'm watching this game. Clippers are good. Not a Kawhi fan. Never plays. But I like Teron Liu. Certainly wasn't going to root for the Clippers when Doc Rivers was the coach. I, I, I find myself, I'm okay watching the Clippers. I want the Warriors to lose. I, I, I like Kevin Durant losing. I want that to be a long series. I thought it was, was going to be a sweep for the Suns. I really did. I obviously am wrong about that, but it looks like I'm going to be wrong about the Suns overall because the Clippers are totally game. So, Clippers lose there. They get what they came there to get. They're 1-1. Cleveland, New York. 
New York went there, got what they got. They're 1-1. Boston's 2-0. That series is not even worth paying attention to. That's a very stupid series. Tonight, obviously, the main event. Heat, Bucks, that's at 9 p.m. At 7.30, Lakers, Memphis. Must-win game for the Grizzlies. Can't go down 2-0, lose in both games at home. John Moran's status, very, very up in the air. And at 10 o'clock, a series nobody cares about, Minnesota and Denver. I'm not, I'm not going to watch any. Well, it'll probably get small TV. Why not? Heat Bucks, obviously, big TV. Why not just put Minnesota-Denver on small TV? Why not? But Lakers-Memphis, that's at 7.30. You got to keep an eye on that. So we got great NBA action tonight. Speaking of which, so I told you guys over the last couple of days, one of our great sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0, Sheets and Giggles. Now, you know the Zaslow family, they're four, we're four, of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, sustainably made via lyocell process, the wood of eucalyptus trees grown on sustainably managed biodiverse farms. Sheets and Giggles cares about the environment. They care about how you sleep as well. That's why I got the softest sheets in the world now. Super breathable, uh, hypoallergenic, that's important, all right? Zero static. You got no pesticides, absolutely zero pesticides and insecticides. I got my eucalyptus pillow. You're never going to use any other sheets once you go with Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com. Use my promo code ZASLO. On checkout, your first order, 20% off. Sheets and Giggles, love having them as one of our sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. Sheetsgiggles.com. And I already told you guys, so Sheets and Giggles... They want to send one of the shows they sponsor. Levitard Show, Greg Cody Podcast, Zaslow Show 2.0. Now, it's not exactly like getting on the bird and flying somewhere, but they want to send one of their hosts, one of their shows, to Game 3. Heat Bucks this weekend. I did not win the poll. Levitard Show won. They garnered 43% of the vote. I came in second. I had 33% of the vote. I'm super proud just to have even been included. You guys were great voting for me. I just love being included. So... But this isn't over, apparently. I don't know what the end result's going to be. I mean, it's Wednesday game, Saturday. I guess we'll find out soon. I don't know what the end result is. But my man Colin, founder and CEO at Sheets and Giggles, he's looking into possible shenanigans because there was a late push for Levitard's show. Apparently, that was kind of shady. So, I don't know. I want to go to the game Saturday night, obviously. I'll keep you guys updated. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And especially if I'm going to go to the Nets and Sixers tomorrow night in Brooklyn, I, I, I got to go see the Heat then. Heat bucks on Saturday. So we'll see. My man Colin, Sheets and Giggles, SheetsGiggles.com. He might be sending me to Game 3 Heat bucks. We'll see about that. Now, I do want to update here. Obviously, we're going to do a whole lot of Heat tomorrow. Like I said, we're going to get up super early tomorrow and drop that Zazlo Show 2.0 Thursday edition of the podcast right early for you guys. But we had a poll question yesterday, right? So without Tyler here, and by the way, Giannis did not practice yesterday. He is doubtful for tonight. Now Giannis is as tough as they come. Remember him in the finals. Like, he wasn't supposed to play. He played, he closed out 50 points. Amazing. He's as tough as they come. I don't know that he's playing tonight. He didn't practice yesterday. And he's listed as doubtful. You don't want to go down 0-2 if you're Milwaukee. But at the same time, you kind of trust what you are, who you are, 
You're the number one seed, Heat or number eight seed. Not that you're going to take the Miami Heat lightly. No one does. But there's a bigger picture where it may be, hey, home court advantage doesn't mean as much to us. We're the Bucks. Let's make sure Giannis is good to go game three Saturday night. And then you got the distance between, you know, Sunday, game one was Sunday to Saturday. That's a lot of time in between games. I don't know that he's listed as doubtful. But on the Heat side, we know Tyler Hero's done. So who's going to start in his place? That was the Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question yesterday. Well, the results are in. I already told you. Uh, well, he, your choices were Duncan Robinson, Kayla Martin, Victor Oladipo. Robinson started the second half of game one. Oladipo didn't play. Kayla Martin's been great off the bench. You know Coach Spolster doesn't like shaking up both the starting lineup and the bench rotation. The winner with 40% of your vote was Victor Oladipo should start. Then Duncan Robinson was 33%. He got my vote. And then Kayla Martin was 27%. I would go Robinson. 40% of you guys voted Victor Oladipo. All right. We'll see. We'll know, we'll know soon enough, I guess, right? Maybe by the time you're listening, maybe you're listening right before the, the game starts. You're in the future. I'm in the past. You have more information than I do. We'll see. You may know. I don't. But it does bring me to today's poll question. Like I said earlier, are the Heat, like, will you be angry if they lose tonight? Are they playing with house money? You're not going to be nervous? Or you don't want, like, you, let me go, let me, let, let me just read it because I'm, I'm effing it up. I'm totally flubbing it. The poll question today, Zaslow Show 2.0 poll. Will you still have anxiety throughout tonight's game two or the Heat playing with house money? And the choice are still nervous as hell or don't need to be greedy. Right now, still nervous as hell leads with 70%. For me, I'm still going to be nervous. But but when the game is over, the way that I feel will be based on how the game ends. So I'm still going to be super nervous. If the Heat winds up losing by like, 10, 12 points. Never really had a shot late in the game. I will not be mad after the game. Went to Milwaukee, got what we came for. If the game is tight and the Heat had a chance to win it and go up 2-0, I'll be really pissed off after the game. It matters. How the game plays out matters. I understand people are saying, nah, uh, this is house money game. Not going to be nervous. I'm on the side of, I'm definitely going to be nervous still throughout the game. But if the Heat, like if they get smoked or, you know, the Bucks are just better tonight, I won't be mad. 1-1, Saturday's going to be so much fun. I hope that I'm in the house courtesy of Sheets and Giggles. But if they lose tonight and we had a chance to win at the very end or we got screwed by, by, by like, you know, by that asshole Tony Brothers, I'll be really mad after the game. We'll see how it plays out. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Zaslow Show. Everybody knows that. At Zaslow J on Instagram, where I'm an influencer. Always love hearing from you guys there. NBA playoffs, so good, man. So good. So, 
Before we get to Greg Wyshynski, ESPN NHL senior writer, we're going to talk to him about the Panther game tonight. It's looking like it's going to be Alex Lyon. We'll ask Greg what he knows. He's in Boston. It's looking like it's going to be Alex Lyon again tonight, especially because after game one, Paul Maurice said he thought, he, he thought Alex Lyon was fantastic. That is, and he was really good. Gave up a soft goal. That second goal to Marchand was a soft goal. The Panthers need to be perfect to beat the Bruins. You, you have to be great. You have to, you have to get power play goals. You can't take stupid penalties. Can't give up soft goals. Panthers did all three of those things in game one. A game they played really well. And Alex Lyon was very good. But you got to be perfect to beat this Boston team. Now here's the thing. If the Panthers go down 2-0 tonight, realistically, they're not going to win the series. Because an all-time great team in the Boston Bruins, you're then going to have to beat them 4 out of 5. But you can't look at it that way. The, the Panthers can lose tonight, and the series is not over. Because for me, I told you this going into the series. The Panthers have to win one out of the first three games. Can they do that? If they could win one out of the first three games, if you could go into game four needing a win at home to even the series 2-2, you're in the series. That's the, that's the obje- objective. Go into game four, down 2-1. Well, up 2-1. But if you could go into game four, at least down 2-1, you are in the series. So can the Panthers win one out of the first three games this series? I don't care which one it is. They're 0 for 1 now. Win game two, win game three. I don't care which one it is. If the Panthers can win one out of the first three games, they're in the series. And I think they can. So that's where we stand right now. So also got to remind you guys, the weather's been so bad lately you got to make sure that you're covered insurance-wise. With this, If I didn't have homeowner's insurance, with this kind of weather last week, I-, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. Not even my sheets and giggles would have allowed me to sleep. I wouldn't have been able to sleep. I'd have been staring up at the roof the whole time wondering, oh my God, is the, is the roof going to close? What kind of damage do I have up there? Well, I don't have to worry about that because I go to Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204, from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, they're delivering the comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored exactly to your needs. You tell them what kind of home you have. Hey, not just home insurance. Maybe you don't own your home. Renter's insurance, condo insurance. You tell them exactly what you have. They're going to give you options about exactly what you need. And you're not going to have to worry about damages that you're not going to be able to pay for. I've been going to Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. They've had me covered. So I never have to worry. Matter of fact, if I have a question, I pick up the phone. I talk to Greg Brunt himself. 954-589-2204. The market's confusing. You can't just say... Okay, this looks good. Sign me up. No, you need to get someone who understands the lay of the land. And Brunt Insurance is fully licensed staff. They're going to sort it all out for you. They know the entire area. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So we have a huge sports night here in South Florida between the Heat. The Heat are at 9 p.m. I like how the games are staggered. The Heat are at 9 p.m., you got the Panthers at 7.30. Hopefully, we're in a great mood by around uh, 11.30, maybe midnight. Can we go 2-0 and tonight with both the Heat and Panthers? I think that's asking for a lot. Greg Wyshynski, ESPN, senior <laughs> NHL writer, right? Senior NHL writer joining us here. Zaslow Show 2.0. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us here, Greg. I appreciate it. Uh, now, 
One of the things I love about the Stanley Cup playoffs and the experience that it gives the viewer, you know, the NBA playoffs, they're telling me what games I have to watch. The games are not on at the same time. And as a result, the whole first round is so spread out. The NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs, got a bunch of games on at the same time. I have free will. I go watch whatever games I feel like watching. So tell me, as someone who covers the league, where does Panthers-Bruins rank for you in terms of interest? Is it near the top of the series that you're most interested in or near the bottom you're not so interested in? Well, from a competitive standpoint, it's probably in in the middle. I, I think the Panthers acquitted themselves quite well in game one. Uh, probably should have taken advantage of the opportunity presented to them a little bit better than they did with the Bruins missing their captain, Patrice Bergeron. But I think the intrigue for this series and the reason why it's a it's a it's a fairly uh, in, intense viewership series and over a million viewers for game one on ESPN, and that's despite Boston having local TV coverage of it themselves is this Bruins team and is watching a team that set regular season records for points and wins and trying to see if they're, you know, going to become a juggernaut that goes wire to wire to win the Stanley cup, or if they're going to end up being like that Patriots team that went 16 and 0 and then lost in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so we're going to, I think there's a lot of intrigue built around the the Bruins in particular. And, and, and people are, are really into watching exactly what their journey is going to look like in the playoffs. Now, tell my listeners here, Greg, for Panther fans, now, hockey in general is a niche sport. Now, I love hockey. I love the Panthers. But hockey in general is a niche sport, and especially down here in South Florida. So for the Panther fan who isn't as familiar with the Bruins and how amazing, uh, you know, record-setting they've been all year, what makes this Bruins team so great? Every facet, man. The only thing that didn't really work for them in the uh, regular season was their power play, and that's not really a, a thing you have to worry too much about in the playoffs. But, you know, they've got a combination of, of names that have been there throughout the last decade when they've, you know, made multiple Stanley Cup finals like Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. They've got a 60-goal scorer in David Pasternak. Uh, they've got a pretty good defensive core, um, including Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm. Uh, the latter could be potentially a nominee for the Norris Trophy for the best defenseman this season. And they've just got depth throughout their lineup, and, and it all tracks back to what's in goal. And that's kind of been the hallmark of these Boston teams for the last decade plus. You know, Tim Thomas wins the Stanley Cup. Tuka Rask leads them for the next decade. And now they have Linus Olmark, who is a goalie they acquired from the Buffalo Sabres as a free agent. And this dude was unstoppable this season. And they won 40 games. Probably he's going to win the Vezina Trophy as the league's best goalie. And then behind him, they got a pretty good goalie named Jeremy Swayman, too. So depth all over the lineup, guys that have been here before, uh, explosive scorers. It's it's really a total package team. And there's a reason why they set the records that they set in the regular season. Now, what is it with, you know, there, there's a big deal made about the President's Trophy, right? So the Panthers, <laughs> they won the President's Trophy last year. They won the first round, but they did struggle. And then, of course, they got their ass kicked in the second round. We all remember, you know, a record-setting year with the Tampa Bay Lightning the year before they went on their run. Sergei Bobrovsky, Columbus Blue Jackets, they swept them right out of the first round of the playoffs. So is is it overblown, the whole President's Trophy curse? It's not. <laughs> the numbers tell us it's not. I think it's only been about eight teams that have won the president's trophy and then went on to win the Stanley cup uh, since they started giving out this trinket in the 1980s. 
And it's only gotten harder during the wildcard era, which began in 2013-14. Every team save for two that won the President's Trophy lost in the second round of the playoffs under this playoff format, which makes a lot of sense when you think about how the uh, winner of a division is forced to play the winner of the two versus three series in that division. So like if the Bruins beat the Panthers, let's say, they're going to end up having to play either the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have been to the Stanley Cup final three consecutive seasons, or the Toronto Maple Leafs, who will have won their first playoff series since 2004. So like the Bruins are seeing maybe their toughest opponent in the second round uh, if they get there. Uh, So the President's Trophy curse is real. And it's only gotten tougher since the NHL went to this playoff format. Do you like this playoff format? And then after that, why did they change it to this playoff format? Well, they changed it because they did some realignment. Um, they they moved Detroit back east. Um, but they also wanted to do something where they kind of like mimicked March Madness. They wanted to have a bracket that didn't change. Right. So like. Now they could do the NHL.com bracket challenge and, you know, the ESPN bracketology. You know, they can do all that stuff now because the the bracket doesn't change. I don't like the format. I mean, one, I don't like it because it doesn't protect your top seeds. Um, I I think that's, you know, there's always accusations about the NHL regular season not mattering as much as it should. And I think they just devalued it further by not protecting their top seeds. But the reason I really don't like it is because I am a expand the playoffs guy you know every other major sport has expanded its postseason while the national hockey league hasn't we're up to 32 teams man i grew up at a time when i was a kid where i think it was like 18 of 20 uh, 16 to 22 used to get in (laughs) uh so the idea that you can't do some sort of play in round of seven versus ten eight versus nine and then have those teams advance to a proper 16 team bracket like it's beyond time for them to do that there just isn't any uh, momentum uh, specifically from the commissioner's office to expand the playoffs. So you were into it essentially the year with the bubble. Like, didn't they add, they added 12 in each conference. And I think that yeah. first round, which the Panthers qualified, I think it was, was it a best of three that first round? It was, but it was too much, too much, too much teams. 24 is too much. 20 is perfect for a 32 team league. And again, we're just going to keep expanding probably too. I mean, they're, they're making money hand over fist whenever they welcome these new teams in. So uh, I don't know, man, like it, the, the, the NH, you could feel the spike in attention when the National Hockey League reaches the Stanley Cup final people or the Stanley Cup playoffs. People start really watching hockey. All the casual fans come back to see their teams play. It's the it's the best time of year. So why would you want to invite more teams, more stars into that spotlight and really get the, the maximum attention that you can get for your league? Um, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I think there's a way to do it that's not going to. Uh, degrade the value of what I think is the best playoff tournament. So we got game two tonight in Boston. Greg's in Boston covering the game. And, you, you know, I I found myself frustrated in the middle of game number one when the Panthers went down to nothing. Soft goal that Alex Lyon, who otherwise was very good again, but soft second goal that Marchand scored and made it to nothing. And I got annoyed. Like I, I got up off my couch and go, oh, we're down to nothing. We're dominating this game. It was very frustrating. And so, and I guess that that obviously speaks to how strong this Boston team is because the Panthers played a very, after the first five minutes, they did not weather that storm well. You knew you were going to get the Bruins coming out, hot crowd, 65 wins. The Panthers, two penalties, first five minutes down, not one nothing. They did not handle that storm well. But otherwise, really the first two periods, the Panthers were in control. So what's your initial impression after game one? Is it, 
you know, Matthew Kachuk says after we know now we can hang with these guys, or is it, wow, we played so well and still lost by multiple goals? I think it's probably the the former. I, I it, it was certainly a confidence building game. They weren't play. They weren't run out of the building. Um, now again, again, that Bruins team was a bit diminished, losing their top line center, um, and they were still able to completely neutralize Alexander Barkov's line without Bergeron, which is kind of a scary prospect because obviously the Panthers need that guy to produce if they're going to win any games in the series. Um, but you know, the Alex Lyon part of it's very interesting. I, I asked Paul Maurice. If he was considering a goalie change for game two, I mean, we all know what's what's on the bench. Like this is a guy with multiple Vezina trophies, a guy that has pulled off a an upset victory over a president's trophy winning team in the playoffs before in Sergei Bobrovsky. And he said it's too early to ask. You know, game two wasn't here yet. And then he was very effusive in his praise of Alex Lyons. So I I, I wonder if the the ultimate game plan for the Panthers is hope for the best in game two, roll it back with Lyon. And then it, when you head back to South Florida, then maybe if you're down 0-2, you make the goalie change. You have the momentum of your home fans and uh, and hope for 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 uh, the switch to flip when you when you head back home if it's if it's a two game deficit. Now I was going over your your first round. Well, actually, your your entire Stanley Cup playoff predictions. I was going over your series predictions, and you like the Bruins in six. So what that means is you think this is going to be a series because even if the Bruins win in six, that means. The Panthers are a home win away from forcing a game seven. I do. I mean, I I, th- I think there's a chance that this could come back to Boston tied 2-2. Um, I, I'm not really bullish on the Panthers tonight, <laughs> to be honest. I think the Bruins are pretty good at home. But the, the key to beating this team is to try to get the matchups that you need to have your players excel. And when they're in South Florida, they're going to be able to get the last line change. They're going to be able to get uh, the matchups they want for Barkov, the matchups they want for Kachuk. Uh, once that starts happening, I think it's going to really allow them to be better offensively against a very stingy defensive team. So I've I've long thought that people have uh, have uh, overrated the, the the disparity in this series between the Bruins and Panthers, um, and not only because the Panthers notched two wins against them in the regular season. So uh, yeah, I, I do think it's going to be a series, even if it ends up being two zero going back to to Florida. Um, because I think the Panthers are a pretty good hockey team. I know you felt all year going into this season, you felt the Panthers were going to take a step back. So did did this end up looking like what you thought it was going to look like? Yeah, I had them taking a step back, but still making the playoffs. And that's exactly what, what ended up happening. Um, you know, they the, the DNA of this of this team changed in a pretty significant way in the offseason with Hubert Owen and Uyghur uh, both going in the, in the Kachuk trade. And that takes a little time to sort of sort itself out in, in Calgary's case, obviously it, it didn't sort itself out and they missed the playoffs. So there, I didn't, I, I didn't think that they were going to be riding as high offensively as they were last season. The mix was going to be a little bit different. Obviously injuries also played a role in things this season to kind of short circuit them a little bit. And plus the coaching change, I think was also um, going to be a, a big difference. I mean, they, they basically went from Joel Quenville and then Joel Quenville system to a different coach. And so that was going to change the success on the ice as well. Um, so it, it kind of went the way I thought it would, you know, a, a huge drop in points, but a team that was still good enough to finish uh, in a wild card spot. Are you making it down here to sunrise for the rest of the series after tonight? Or you got other plans? Uh, well, I think they had me going, I have to go to Bristol for our show, the drop on Thursday. And then after that, I think I'm spending some time in the uh, New York metropolitan area for uh, the Islanders and the devils and the Rangers 
Um, and then probably circling back if things get interesting in this Boston series. The last couple of years here in the playoffs have been ri- it's been ri- it's been such a fun atmosphere. The games here in Sunrise because this is this is literally Greg been the golden age now in, <laughs> in Panther hockey, which is which is really sad, of course. But if you count the bubble year, it's four straight years now that the Panthers have made the playoffs. They never made the playoffs four straight years in, I think this is 29th year of Panther hockey because you had the one lockout, you're 30 years total. They, they've never made the playoffs four straight years. So, like, literally, finally, the Panther fan is in a spot where, wow, like, it's nice to be in the playoffs every year. Yeah, and it, and it's a good team, too. I mean, like, obviously, the acquisition of Kachuk to be the fly bearer of the, of the franchise along with Barkov is a genius move. I think that you can already see the difference in the way that this team can play in a playoff game versus what Huberto gave you. Um, they, they've got a lot of talent on the roster They're They obviously had to sacrifice part of the future uh, to try to make a push for the playoffs in, in recent years. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some, some, some places for improvement. I'd love to see them add a really good puck moving defenseman uh, to help out uh, Ekblad on the back end. Um, I mean, Montour's played, played well, but I'd like to see a little bit more depth back there. Uh, but I mean, they've they've got some really good pieces in place. Uh, they they clearly have something in Verhage. Um, you know, mentioned Kachuk and, and Barkov. They're they're a good team, and and I think they're going to be a team that contends for a while. Great job, Greg. Tell everybody again how they can catch you throughout this Stanley Cup run. All right, you can read my stuff on ESPN.com basically every day. My show, The Drop, is uh, at six thirty Eastern time on uh, all social platforms and ESPN Plus. And uh, yeah, I'm. I, I'd also I'll be. Uh, making frequent appearances on our show Daily Wager, uh, our, our, our sports wagering show, uh, to talk about uh, NHL picks. There and, you go. Uh, they've, been, they've been good so far. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Appreciate, always love having you on the show. I appreciate it. Have fun tonight. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Great job by Greg Wyshynski there. And, of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. Hey, you know about that Johnny Cuba picante hot sauce. But... Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslo Show 2.0, those European roots, Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's what I'm going to have in my hand tonight. I picked up myself a fresh six-pack of Johnny. You can pick up a fresh six-pack as well. Sedano's Presidente, your local Winn-Dixie, Fresco Imas. I love when you guys send me the videos of you trying Johnny Cuba for the first time. I'll then post it on my Instagram, I'm an influencer. Uh, My man Juan at Johnny Cuba, he loves when I do that. You guys then become famous because I'm an influencer, and everybody's drinking Johnny Cuba, and then everybody's happy. Hey, remember, always drink responsibly, and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, if you're dealing with any kind of water mold or fire damage in your home or your business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know, but if you call Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to tell you. 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, 24 hours a day, 365, over 60 years of combined experience. My boys, the Greensteins, they're going to handle any size property damage disaster. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, WWE Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. Everybody loves Bianca Belair. She was on the latest episode of Kevin Hart's Cold as Balls. You know, that's when 
Kevin Hart, he he interviews all kinds of athletes, and they do it while they're each sitting in the ice tub. So Bianca Belair is on the latest episode, and here she is talking about how she got her start. WWE, did you get educated while being in training camp? All that happened at the same time as like me walking in on my first day. Okay. My husband, who I met in WWE, Montez Ford, mm-hmm. he's one half of the Street Profits, a tag team. He'd been watching wrestling since he was in his mama womb. He was the one that talked me into keeping the brave. Wow. He was like, if somebody comes to a show for the first time, they might not remember your name, but they'll remember, remember the, girl the, with the, the girl with yeah. the braid. He obviously was right, because it's making me money. What was your breakthrough? Give me the moment that you knew you were a star in this sport. It was the Mae Young Classic. I ended up losing that match, too. But everyone was chanting ESTs, and that was the moment when I was like, this is what I was born to do. Wow. It found me. I'm going to go big deal. I obviously love Bianca Belair. That show's funny. I've watched it a bunch. Kevin Hart's cold as balls. And, and of course, you know, she was right. Everybody remembers the girl with the super long braided hair. It's her staple. So I'm going to go big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. I mean, these hockey, Stanley Cup playoffs are amazing. But these hockey players put the NBA player to shame with their load management bullshit. Yesterday... Winnipeg Jets' Morgan Barron. He took a skate, a blade to the face. I mean, he's lucky he didn't lose his eye. He had to go to the back, 75 stitches. He returned to the game. That's right. 75 stitches, came back with a full cage, you know, for a mask on his helmet, and came back and played. The Jets would win. They beat the Golden Knights there, game one, five to one. Morgan Barron, that's a big deal. Good job out of you. That's a hockey player. Big deal or not a big deal. So the NBA on TNT crew last night, you know, during during the broadcast, they got word about the suspension of Draymond Green. Here's Charles Barkley's reaction. I was surprised uh, for the simple fact that he got tossed last night. I personally, I don't have any proof. I think his histrionics running around the gym, doing this with the commissioner in the building. I think that's why they got like, got, I think that's the person why he got suspended. That could be that could be part of it, just like, you know, his history of unsportsmanlike Because he, did the, same thing, cause he did the same thing last time, running around the gym when he when he got tossed in Memphis, running around doing that. That's when he fan. took Brandon Clark. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, like I say, I'm still surprised. But what really bothers me about this whole thing, to be honest with you, uh, we're taken away from the fact that the Sacramento Kings are just kicking their ass. That's what bothers me. They, for the first time in a long time, Sacramento Kings have had a fabulous season and a terrific team. And we're going to be talking about this. I, I don't know what's going to happen in the game the next couple nights, but what we're taking away from is the great job. We just interviewed the most clutch player in the NBA. He's going to win Coach of the Year. De'Aaron Fox and, and Mike Brown. And Mike Brown. And we're talking about this junk because let's get one thing straight. They have outplayed the Golden State Warriors. In the first two games? Yes. Sacramento. And we're not even talking about that. We're going to be talking like with, – with, because obviously this is going to be the number one thing on talk shows tomorrow. It was on talk shows all day today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, the question of do you think the yeah. league will suspend it? Yes, and like I say, I, I'm, I'm surprised he got suspended. But 
We need, man, I hate this taking away from what the Sacramento Kings are doing. I'm going not a big deal. I don't necessarily agree with Chuck here where I, I think people are acknowledging that the Kings have been great so far. We'll know for sure game three tomorrow night how good the Kings exactly are, but Draymond Green costing his team this series, that's going to get a lot of attention, and, and it's, it's been the appropriate reaction. It's been the appropriate amount of attention. I'm going not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. How about the Miami Orleans? After yesterday's win, they're now 10-8. and They've won their third consecutive series. They're going for the sweep this afternoon of the San Francisco Giants. Three consecutive series wins. Philadelphia, Arizona, and now San Francisco. They've won six of their last seven games. That's a big deal. Trevor Rogers on the hill this afternoon. Marlins looking for a sweep. That's a big deal. And that's another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Let water clean up a Florida tell you if the water damage you've got going on your home, if that's a big deal or if it's not a big deal. 954-900-8635. Yes. Thanks to Greg Wachinski for joining us. We got a bit. Can we start the show tomorrow? Bright and early. I told you, do an early show tomorrow. Can we start the show? I know Greg Wachinski laughed it off. The Heat up 2-0 against Milwaukee. The Panthers 1-1 coming back to Sunrise against Boston. Can we do it? Come on. Let's go. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. However you're listening, however you subscribe to the show. I love you long time. Thanks to everyone who helped out today. You guys put together a great show. Appreciate all your work. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning on Zaslow Show 2.0. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.